foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. In Psalm 139, David prays, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way. And as I read that scripture, Janie, it just sounds like David's desire is coming out in that prayer for God to just reveal anything that could hinder his relationship with him, that he wants a closeness and intimacy so deep and so real that if there's anything in there that could possibly get in the way of that, God, I, just show it to me so that, so that it can be dealt with and cleaned up. You know, most of our anxieties really can originate from un- unknown sources. We know something's troubling us, yeah, but we really can't pinpoint it because there may be multiple different things coming at us, work, family, health, and they all uh, descend upon our emotions and our mind simultaneously. Uh-huh. And so there's a preoccupation of unknown anxieties that I really would have to go to get a pencil and paper and get quiet and start to write down to figure out what it is. Or or a lot of people uh, seek out a professional mental health person to help them through those difficulties, right? Well, yeah, you're correct. I'm not sure what the percentages are on them getting to the root of their anxieties. Okay. There's one thing we need to understand about the world where the Lord has caused us to be born into at this particular time, and that is that confusion abounds, and yet we must struggle for sanity in the midst of the anxieties. So when you say you must struggle, what do you mean by that? There's a battle, and I don't know how to fight a battle without struggling against the enemy. Okay. And many times the an- the enemy is ambushing me from behind, and I can't even get a good frontal view of what the problems are. They're just troubling me. So in the midst of all of the anxieties and chaos and wrong thinking and not knowing how to think right, you're saying that we acquire some junk that we stuff in our heart and we don't know it's there. And that causes the anxiety. That causes the wrong thinking. So it's a vicious cycle if we're stuffing things in our heart. I mean, we've probably done it for years. I know I'm a great stuffer of things that I don't want anybody to know about. So I just stuff it down in there and hold on to it. And I, I forget it's there. But does it influence those around you? Oh, I'm sure it comes out in attitudes when some past experience brings up that 
remember stirs up the smell <laughs> of the junk that I've stuffed down in there. Okay, now you just said a key word, the smell. And I know of an incident that uh, happened to a couple when they went out and bought a brand new home in a new neighborhood. And it was a beautiful home. Everything the latest in design. They had got new furniture, and it was beautiful, and it was something that they could really want to show off. Mm -hmm. There was just one problem in the new neighborhood that they purchased in. Uh, They had not established a collection for the garbage. Oh, okay. So the people said, well, you know, uh, hopefully our association's going to get that taken care of. So in the meantime, let's just bundle up this trash, this garbage. Let's throw it in the basement. And they thought, well, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, out of smell. Well, that worked for a few weeks. And then they noticed when they were in one of the upper rooms, something kind of smelled bad when the air conditioning was turned on. And so they started seeking out where's the smell, and it took them down to the basement. And when they opened the basement door, they got a whiff of what they thought they had had hidden away without repercussions. Mm -hmm. It permeated the whole house. And getting rid of that smell, even after they chose to finally find a way to get rid of the garbage, the smell didn't leave. There was still some contamination. Uh, got in the carpet and the walls. And the, yes, you know, yes. And they also the had fabrics. a couple of little animals that brought in some stuff from the outside on their feet that brought some fleas and some other things that came from an innocent source but still created more havoc to solving the problem of having something permeate their house that they didn't want. And with our physical bodies being the temple of the Holy Spirit, like our heart being the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you're kind of relating this house to our heart, right? Is absolutely. That what you're absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So how do we get rid of garbage, whether it's from a physical source or from an emotional source mm-hmm. or from a soulish source which would be our, our anxieties, our uh, expectations that don't get satisfied and an emotion like anger or bitterness even rises right. up. That's garbage. It has no benefit for us being here on planet Earth for the purpose of why we were called. So a lot of times when, when people treat us a certain way, because I find that that's when I start stuffing is when, you know, people that I that I love um, maybe treat me badly or have a ugly word to say. And then, you know, I just start stuffing that stuff down in there. It's or sure. It, is that is that kind of what you mean? Yes, yes, yes. Or when you know that you have family ties and family love flowing but they're just avoiding you. Yeah. And you know something's wrong, but you don't know what is wrong, and you have an unplanned anxiety, and you really don't know how to deal with it. It's so so these natural things, these everyday occurrences that we face because we are humans living together and we all have issues and things that we have to deal with. So how do we keep our heart, 
which is Christ's home, how do we keep it clean and pure? Well, that is a very good question, and I think I have a very simple answer for you, and that is by cleansing. Okay. All right. If you have, we got a, a clean house. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hate cleaning house. You mean do the dishes and laundry and vacuum and all that kind of stuff? And well, and but now that's a good illustration, Sharon, because you know what? If you're living in a house, you do have to do those things. Mm-hmm. There are certain things as a child of God that you are responsible for. You're responsible for being obedient. But sometimes, you know, you can't be obedient. And you have to stop and say, where is it that I am resisting? And the Lord says that he will be gracious to show you. That's what Psalms 139 says. Try me, test me. Lord, help me. You already know. Mm -hmm. So be my sufficiency. Well, you know how he says that he shows how he wants to guide us now? It's through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit says, I'm talking. You just won't listen. Mm. So then he has to allow adversities, like David has said in Psalms 139 and 140, hey, I've Mm -hmm. got some enemies here. So you've got to recognize most of the time you are your own worst enemy. And that gives the enemy in Ephesians 6, the unseen forces, all of the groundwork that they need to come in and take control. And now they are creating the stinkiness in you. Mm. that was originally began just because you had perplexities in your relationship. Okay. But now the enemy's got a grip. Okay. And boy, can he, he run. He takes a stronghold. Huh? He takes yeah. a stronghold. Okay. And yet, doesn't he say, Sharon, the just must walk by faith? Mm-hmm. That means there's unknowns. There's unknowns with the enemy. There's unknowns within us. But staying in the scripture, listening to what the Lord is and what he has already done. There's a lot of comfort that comes from repeating who God is in your life. To say those words out loud to the Lord, to know that he is sufficient. You are my all in all. You're my fortress, my deliverer. You've created me in my mother's womb. You know the innermost depths of my heart and my soul. Those sorts of things really help us kind of come out of a, a lull or a low place in our life. That's because he is our all in all. And if we think that we can get there by just going to a physical source to tell us what to do. Mm. Uh, There's no formula, huh? Well... I would say there's the wrong formula. Mm-hmm. But Janie, we have a resource on our website called My Heart, Christ's Home by Robert Boyd Munger. This is a PDF. It can be downloaded. It talks about how our heart is where Christ lives. And it's an important place that we need to keep clean. And Sharon, that is an excellent article to review. And you know what is so good about that particular article? The person who wrote that said, oh, the Lord is welcome to be in my living room, my dining room, to eat with me, to dine with me, to help me cook and use the resources. But I've got a closet and nobody has access to the closet, including you, Lord. So uh, we all need to say, Lord, You have chosen to be at home in our hearts, and we have to let you have access to every room, even that forbidden closet. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.